Welcome to This Week in Marymount Warriors Athletics here on MarymountSports.com and ESP Media powered by Sodom Sports. My name is Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by Marymount Athletic Director uh, Tom Neural. Tom, busy week. Let's get right into it. Let's start off with the uh, girls basketball team and uh, right in the hunt for the league title right now. The, tied for first with Indian Hill after Indian Hill uh, got knocked off by Wyoming. So you're both sitting there right at the top of the league right now. And uh, Wyoming just a half game back. So still a lot of, t- a lot of things to be decided. You've got road games slated up with uh, Madeira and deer park at this point, at least scheduled as wise. And of course we've talked here on the show uh, pl- several times in the past about that rivalry between Marymont and Madeira. And I'm sure Madeira would love nothing more than to uh, knock your team off and try and cost you a, a, a league title uh, at this point here, but still got to play the game. So when the two, you get at least a share of the title. So that's, that's important there easily beat Madeira about a month ago. And then you just took care of deer park on Saturday. So you're going to see them again. And then uh, with Indian Hill for fans wondering, they get Wyoming on Wednesday before they play Madeira uh, on Saturday there. So, you know, we're winding down into the final week of the regular season here and the draws coming up. And we'll talk about that here in just a moment, but uh is there any kind of you expect any kind of scoreboard watching this week to see what Indian Hill and Wyoming do here? And secondly, to that, how are the coaches going about trying to uh, finish off the deal and try and win the league title while also getting ready for the uh, sectional? Well, you know, it's you're right. They they've done a great job, and uh, and it's coming down the wire. And like like every year, this is a fun time because everyone's scoreboard watching. And actually, started last week uh, when Indian Hill and Wyoming squared off, and then you know, we get the uh, Taylor with, with a win over Wyoming. So everyone's taking their turns uh, and knocking someone else off. Uh, so it's a fun time of the year. You know, you're getting ready for the tournament. You kind of know who you have, but we have another week to prepare for that. We, we've added uh, a Reading game in there on Wednesday uh, to make up another league game. So uh, we, as we've said earlier, we're fortunate that we're here, that we've made up, we, we pretty much stayed current with our schedule throughout the season and didn't have that big long break. So we're not looking at, you know, uh, six games in 12 days or, or, or five games in nine days or, or something crazy like some of these schools are. So yeah. uh, we've been fortunate with that. Uh, the, the girls are excited to get in. Like you said, the Madeira game, it's always a big game. Um, there, there are rivals in the league. They would like nothing better uh, to get us back. When, when we played them last time, they were just coming off their, their winter quarantine and, and had been practicing for about a week. Uh, so, so coach Breen, he'll, he'll have him ready to go. He's, uh, he's already playing the Madeira game as, as we wrapped up the deer park game, uh, which was our senior night for our one senior, uh, an Asia Robertson. Uh, but the girls have done well. Um, you know, they, they've spread out everything that they've, that they've done between Kendall Spring and Marley Valentine and, and Addison Kaiser and, and, and uh, Kendall Dewey, they've, they've been spreading everything out. Um, their, their shooting percentages are all in the 30% spring, you know, 35% for the three point range. Um, I like to say they're hitting their stride because they kind of are. And so, uh, but no letdowns against Madeira because that's a big rival game. So we're looking forward to going up there on, on Wednesday and then finishing things off uh, with Deer Park, uh, both road games, Deer Park on Saturday and Reading on uh, next Wednesday. So, uh, so the regular season's winding down. As we said, three league games left. You, you take care of business there. You at least get a share of the league title. But uh, yeah. still, a tough, a tough road, a tough road to hoe. Having, having to do it all uh, on the road here. And, and since we last talked, we also learned of what the postseason draw is going to look like. Uh, your team earning a number three seed uh, in their particular sec- particular uh, district there, and, and in the sectional, you get started on February the thirteenth. 
there. Uh, what do the coaches make of the draw? And looking at it, you've got a potential matchup with Norwood again, who you played back in the beginning of January and only beat by five. What are the coaches saying about the draw? Yeah, we uh, the the pieces kind of fell uh, where they would where they uh, would kind of figured CHCA would go where they would figured we would be a three, so that worked out well. Um, everyone jumped in that Wilmington bracket right away. And so um, <clears throat> having to face Norwood again, Nor- Norwood's a hot and cold team. And, uh, you know, they, they've, got, they've got two girls, two guards that can get hot right now. Our, our defense did a great job. That was on during the run. We're playing some really excellent defense along the way. So um, it, it, it's tough to beat a team twice, uh, but they're a non-league team. We're a little bit different from when we played last time. So uh, we'll yeah. just be – we'll be happy to be in that second-round game or third-round game, wherever it is. Yeah, no doubt. Over on the uh, boys' side here, uh, since we uh, since we last talked here, uh, got back got back into the win column after a, a a game against Indian Hill last last Tuesday night, where it just seemed like you, know, you couldn't throw a rock in the ocean to try and score. Uh, it was just a, one of those off nights offensively, but bounce back and and you get a really nice road win uh, at Finneytown, uh, sixty one to forty five, to uh, get back above five hundred. Uh, on the season there and uh, you know a really good bounce back game in particular for Will Trubisky who after a a scoreless game against Indian Hill and it seemed like as we talk about it was just so tough to score in general in the game he comes back with a season high 26 points and also a season high uh, seven assists you know he's been a big part of your success uh, all season long Uh, talk to us about his ability to bounce back from a loss like that against Indian Hill and uh, and and have the kind of 98 against Finneytown. You know, Indian Hills good. Wyoming's good. They, uh, you know, they they had that pause in their season, and so they really didn't to they didn't really get a chance to rack up any wins. Um, but they're tall and they're quick, and they've got a couple guys who are going to play on the next level. So um, they were all over us. We, we we couldn't get open, and and Will had problems getting open that night, getting off getting off screens and everything else. Um, but you know, Coach Caldwell has preached to these guys. I mean, we've had some really big wins and some and some really tough losses, but he's preached that, Hey, you know, you're lucky to be playing uh, this season at all. So you've got to have a short memory. We've got to go out and, and get ready for our next opponent. And, and Will went crazy with that. Uh, a really good night for, for him. And then it was needed because we had a, uh, we're down at the half. We had a 22 point third quarter, I believe. And, and really helped put things out of, out of, out of you know, out of reach for, uh, in that game. So, uh, it's good yeah. for them to see uh, as, as we're coming down the stretch now. Uh, the Reading game for tonight has changed. We're, we're going to go out to Western Brown. Uh, with all, if all the snow plows do their job during the day, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get that game in. And then um, and then we start staring down the end of the season, getting the boys ready for the tournament. Yeah, the, the, right now the, the, you pick up the win over Finneytown, as you said. The Reading game changes to Western Brown, so you're going to go out of the league route tonight. But look at the way the schedule's set up. The last, the Finneytown game was a start of six straight on the road to mm-hmm. uh, to close out the regular season here. But I, I, I'm also looking at this. You've got Western Brown and then uh, scheduled next Tuesday against New Richmond, at least at this point. We'll see if that comes to pass. Hopefully it does. But uh, can, that, can that become an advantage for your team to not only have to go away from home, but then also have to take on opponents you're not familiar with and maybe turn that into an advantage heading into the tournament? Well, yeah, all the tournament games are road games. And so uh, I know Coach Caldwell was, was glad to get this game tonight because it's on the floor where the tournament will be played. And, and Western Brown is not a team that we normally face, and they're having some success this year. And, and New Richmond, they, they've had a good season all year. <clears throat> so, again, outside, and, and we're still facing quality opponents. 
So, yeah, I think it does help. We would have liked to have that, that home game tonight. Um, but, but it is what it is. And, um, you know, instead of having three, you know, three out of four on the, on the road now, we have four out of five. So um, we just had to make that adjustment. We did, we did have a, a run of home games here in January. Um, and so, uh, you know, kind of went our way. That's just how it's fallen this year. But, yeah, you know, and, and we've got them spread out. We're not going out every other night. And we're on that we're on that Tuesday Friday routine right now, so that helps. Um, yeah, just you know, get their legs fresh, get ready for the tournament. Take us through uh, what's going on right now with the swim and dive. I know the, the, the sectionals are, are not too far uh, away there. Where, where are we where are we at right now with the swim and dive teams? So the swim and dive team, their sectionals will be uh, Sunday. So the the boys go. Um, I believe the boys are um, Sunday morning at, uh, at Lions YMCA over here on the east side of town. And the girls will go in the afternoon at, uh, Princeton high school. So, um, we're, we're fresh. We start our tapers, uh, for the, for the people that are highlighting the sectional in the district. Um, they're ready to get outside and swim in someone else's pool, uh, cause we've only been in our pool all year. Um, but you know, they, we've, we've got some people who are going to make some noise in the, in the postseason. Uh, Jonah Mike Sell, in the 200 IM and the 50 free. Uh, he's one of our league leaders, Phil Forbes in the 100 fly and the 100 free. Um, you know, our, our relays have been very quick. We're, we're neck and neck with Indian Hill right now. We've had a great meet with Madera. So uh, the boys are going to be fun to watch and, and to see who we can place where in the districts. We've got Nathan Cox uh, working through a little bit of a muscle pool right now, but he's one of the top Division II divers, not only in the area, but in, but in the state. And then on, on the girls' side, just having our team together, having them ready to go. Um, Jacqueline Young and, and Ava Ellis just leading the league, leading the city in, in so many events, uh, in all four events that they're in. Uh, Lydia, Lydia Everline is right behind them. And then as we get into our, our sectional, uh, Maeve Sweeney and Abby Sheezer are going to be right there. Um, our, our, our medley relay and our free relays uh, are, are pretty strong. So you're going to see some league schools between Indian Hill and and Marymount Madera represent well as we go to the districts uh, in Oxford the following week. So uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be different. Everything's a time final. Uh, there's no coming back for for second times, and there's no fans. And so the noise that you get from a big finish or a big race, it's going to be kind of odd um, in the sectionals this year. And and then not having the boys and girls together in the sectional is going to be weird. But um, but yeah, we're, they're they're ready. Uh, Coach Lewis has them, has them ready to go. He's got them excited. They're doing some different things to motivate themselves this week. So we're really excited to get out and get into that on Sunday. Is it the full expectation that you will be able to get the teams into the districts and get out of the sectionals? We always want to get as individuals as far as we can go in and all the way to state. But uh, is it the expectation for the teams to advance? Yeah, it, it is. Um, yeah, we always have a strong showing in the sectional. I think the girls have, have won the sectional uh like, like six out of the last seven years or or nine out of the last 10 years something crazy like that and it's because of the relays um but yeah we we expect to have a good number of swimmers uh going to miami um yeah we'll probably we'll, we'll probably have seven or eight boys uh go to districts so we'll probably have about 10 girls uh go up to the district so um it's gonna be super sunday you know, super swimming sunday i guess you could say uh, a little bit of busyness um but but yeah so uh, let's go and do it, and let's let's see some different faces than we swam against all year. 
let's change gears and let's head on to the uh, the bowling lanes. And uh, since we last talked, uh, the boys uh, picked up a couple of uh, nice wins over uh, Mary over uh, Marymount beating Summit and then Marymount beating Norwood uh, this yeah. past week. Uh, of course, setting a school record for scoring in that Norwood match with a twenty six forty. Uh, in total. So things going well. You're on a three game win streak after the CNE win uh, last Monday, which we talked about on uh, on last week's show. And then you get Wyoming on this past Monday and uh, Wyoming gets you in this one, but a really tight match. They win by a total of 78 pins. And so for team bowling, for folks to understand, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Um, but I- I'm looking at this and, and seeing that just a few days before that the team, they go out and bowl a school record. And in here, a, a bit of a drop off as far as scoring goes here in this one. Is there any concern from the team going into the final week of the regular season, or was this just kind of a, an off day? No, I think that's what you run into. We, the boys, have broken the school record a couple of times this year. We said it, and, and I, I think we said it either against Redding or, or Taylor. We set a school record and we end up losing that match. So yeah, uh, you know, there's you start you start shaking up the lineup a little bit, letting some different guys throw in some different situations. Um, you know, the, the league is what it is. I believe Taylor's out in front of the league right now. So um, just put some different guys, doing some different substitutions in there. And then some nights are just off nights. Maybe maybe, maybe the guy's a little bit more stingy with the lane oil that day. I don't know. Um, but, you know, they're, are you they're accusing backing. somebody of some shenanigans? Not at all, because I think that was a home meet. So uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe we didn't pay the bill. And they had cut the bill Who knows? <laughs> Blame that on the AED. It's been a tough year, um, but you know the lanes are good for the girls. You know they went out and got their got their winning yeah. yesterday. So um, yeah, to say it was rough one one, but for the other, who knows? Uh, we've talked about the mental side uh, of bowling and just finding that groove. Um, but but we've got a few more this week, so we'll go out and and, and get to get the ship rightened and, and get ready for sectionals next week. Well, you, you talked about right there, the girls. And, and last week we talked about, you know, they've had to go through some matches where they've only been able to put four out on the lanes yeah. uh, for for whatever whatever the reasons are there. But they go out here and beat a Wyoming team that has already set a school record for wins on the year. The Wyoming's won 10, game, 10 matches yeah. uh, this season, by far their best year in their program history. Uh, how, how happy were you for the girls and for the coaches to be able to see the hard work payoff and all they've had to go through with all the lineup changes and to go out and beat a team in Wyoming that's having its best season ever. It's always, it, it's good to see. Cause uh, you know, Ashley Faulkner has bowled for us all along and Michelle Tatro has picked up the sport last year and, and to see them bowl, uh, bowl well yesterday and get that win. Um, like, like we talked about, it's a grind and you just have to go out and keep throwing, keep throwing. And sooner or later, um, you, know, you hit your notch and, and it was good. So uh, hopefully they can build on that, get some momentum going. Um, if we can't get a, a team placer, maybe we can get a individual placer to go in the districts. What's uh, what are we looking at this week? As far as the team goes, I look at the schedule and I see summit deer park and then as scheduled the warrior classic on Sunday is all that still uh, on the, on the books. All that's on the books right now. So, um, you know, they're, you know, we talked about getting arm weary, but, um, you know, hopefully they're in that they're in that group now where they, they they got their strength. You know, they can go out there and they can throw a couple games in a row. And then that that Warrior Classic is going to be very similar to what they bowl um, in the sectionals. So just just getting them prepped for that. That's normally something that we do in December with teams uh, shutting down for COVID and everything else. We pushed it back to this weekend. So um, I, I believe we have uh, I believe we have seven boys teams and uh, 
six girls teams, I think, competing in that over at Madison Bowl. Um, so that, that'll be good. It'll be good to have that many teams together again and, uh, and just let them have it out. When you go into an event like that, what all goes into the planning of it and the logistics and obviously in coordination with Madison Bowl to uh, make sure that this event is executed not only well, but also safely given where, where we are right now in the world? Yeah, it's a lot of, you know, there was a lot of learning going on when we first started having bowling tournaments. But, uh, you know, just just make sure everyone does their part when they're there, that they that they stay masked, that they keep their distance. We're going to limit how many uh, spectators per family. A lot of times with bowling, you get grandma and grandpa and a couple of brothers and sisters, everyone else coming out. And and uh, as we talked about the Madison Diner, they would appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we keep them <laughs> There's a shameless plug. Uh, there you go. Dinner there tonight, by the way. But anyway, there you go. Uh, yeah, we, we go out and we just ask them keep distance, keep your mask. And, and like we've been saying at the basketball games, like we've been saying at swim meets, you know, it, it, you told us back in July and August, you want your kids to at least be able to have their season. So if you want them to have their season, um, then you'll wear the mask and you'll keep your distance. And, uh, you know, we're, we've been kind of spoiled because we are going through our second season now with the, with the winter season, uh, especially here without a whole lot of interruptions. And I think people are uh, you know, to the point where they're, Hey, I'm done with this mask. I don't want to wear it anymore. I don't want to be distanced. I want to be around my family. Yeah, we, we get that, but you still have to wear it. We're not out of the woods yet. Um, and so if you want your kids to have your season, then you'll do what, what we're asked. And the bowlers are, have been really good. Um, you know, as, as much uh, camaraderie as there is between teams during bowling matches, keeping them on their own lanes, keeping them separate. They've been really good with this throughout the season, as all the athletes have been. So, um, you know, just, just learning that part. And then uh, Coach Barr, you know, as he, as he puts the tournament, it's, uh, as he puts the, the pairings together for the tournament and moves the lanes, there's a lot of stuff that happens very quickly in a bowling tournament as teams wrap up, they start to change lanes. So I, I'm not sure that's going to happen. Um, you know, maybe you stay in your lanes and keep your pairings. Um, but, but realistically he handles that aspect of it. Tells me what to order trophy wise. We stay out of each other's <laughs> way. He's happy. I'm happy. Parents are happy. Everyone's happy. So we just have, a, just have fun. Well, and, 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 and to your point, order a lot of trophies and maybe yeah. go ahead and inscribe them with Marymont on them. Yeah, we wait. We, there you go. We talked about this in soccer season two from the car to head of the horse, and they're trying to get exactly. me to, to step in it again. No, so <laughs> no jinx here. No jinx here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's obviously going to be a, a, a busy day uh, out Sunday out at Madison yeah. Bowl and a, a Sunday afternoon. And so they'll be there. And then of course, you know, Sunday night, they, they're able to finish that up the wear classic and turn focus posting. But Sunday night, of course, we have a pretty big football game uh, ha- happening uh, in the world. I would be remiss if before we let you go here, if I didn't get your uh, thoughts and maybe a prediction on who wins the big one between Tampa and Kansas city. Yeah. You, uh, you know, everyone, everyone likes Brady in the big game and they're, and they're, and they're blown up about the home game, but you know, Mahomes is pretty good in his own right. And, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the coaching staff from Kansas city, they're, they're not unfamiliar with, with Brady. So I'm sure they'll have a few tricks up. I'm going to go with the chiefs. I'm going to go with the chiefs by 10. So, okay. uh, but you know, yeah, the, the, the big winner will be the, the chicken wing seller in my neighborhood. So, uh, yeah, I was just about to ask are, are, what, what kind of pre-gaming are you or, or tailgating, if you will, are you going to be able to do? Yeah, it's going to be uh, from going from swimming to bowling or bowling to swimming and 
and back and forth and, and, uh, and making sure our athletes get where they have to be. Uh, but the food never, the food never, uh, it takes on a short side. So I think we're going to be looking at, uh, smoking some ribs on the grill, maybe a rack or two of ribs and, uh, oh. and, and who knows, maybe, maybe a can of whipped cream, you know, just, you know, just straight, you know, stay away from the carbs because he just straight whipped cream. <laughs> uh, f- Folks, make sure to follow Tom Merrill on uh, Twitter because he will be tweeting out his address if you want to come over and enjoy some smoked ribs there. Uh, yeah, the they, they won't be bad. It all depends how much snow. If it's snow, if it's uh, if it's eight degrees outside, there won't be anything on the grill. So, uh... <laughs> okay, so, so stay tuned to your local weather report. That's and, right. and then look out there, look out there for your invite via via social media for Tom Merrill's a uh, uh, pregame. Yeah. Uh, festivities and extravaganza yeah. there but uh so uh we'll, we'll be looking out for that and uh, we'll get a full recap of uh, uh tom's uh, tom's spread for the big game uh next week uh tom for now though um, we gotta know, wrap it up still be in a food yeah. coma come tuesday when we tape next week who knows we'll, we'll see if tom's at home next week and if he's been able to get off the couch uh, <laughs> let, let's do that uh tom certainly appreciate the time though in the office today and uh we'll look forward to it a week from now jason i appreciate it we'll talk to you again next week that is Tom Neural, Athletic Director at Marymount High School, joining us for this week in Marymount Warriors Athletics here at MarymountSports.com and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.